What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Group Chat Roulette. I'm Steve. We've got Brian and Eric. Good night, boys. How's everyone doing, Ryan? You said you arrived late to the podcast. I'm dying to hear why. I'm an animal lover, man. I love all animals. I can even I can even appreciate cats, though I'm allergic to them. But like the idea of a cat, yeah, whatever. You like cats? Do your thing. But this dog that fucking lives behind my house, I hate with a burning passion and it's a shame because i know that it's not actually the dog i hate it's the owners who allow the dog to do these things that drive me fucking insane and it's my neighbor right next door too it's funny because the dude that doesn't take care of his house like lets things over no actually he doesn't have a dog it's the other side the person i was about to say he can't care for anything no no <laughs> Oliver was filthy, which is why I had to why I was late because I had to fill a mixing bowl with water, go out on the deck, dip each one of his paws into it and scrub them up his leg and then towel his legs off in order to allow him into the house. And he got like that not because of the people behind us, which is the original dog that I said I wanted uh that i hate it was because of the dog next door where they can't actually see each other because we have a six foot wooden fence but they run up and down and they find the smallest little spots where they can kind of see each other under and then they it becomes dirt over time mm-hmm. oh yeah and then it becomes mud and then it gets all over him now that's very annoying and it's why i was late but what really pissed me off is that the dog behind us where there's chain link fence and this dog is like a big hound dog and they just go at the fence and just bark like crazy and he doesn't even get dirty from that for whatever reason but the reason why it pisses me off so much is because the woman behind us is a smoker and she's out she must smoke a pack a day i'm i'm not even exaggerating she is out there all day long every single day smoking and the woman's killing herself i mean it's 2022 people come on cigarettes are out <laughs> like at least vape okay they're, they're making a comeback are they marlboro man is on his way back well this woman is all about this comeback for cigarettes cuz she and If she's out there smoking, the dog is out there with her and she makes zero effort to stop her dog from doing this. I'm screaming at him. We have like a shock collar, took the shocker off, but I'm very close to putting it back on. And um, I can't, I'm not proud of myself, but when I was out there cleaning him, I was cursing and it was, and the dog was back there barking at me on my deck and I was cursing loud enough, hopefully for that woman to hear me. And uh, I'm not proud of it, but damn it, man, I fucking hate those people. Anyway, end of I mean, every, neighborhood, every neighborhood has some trash and she's fulfilling that role. You know, it's, it's, it's a shame. Dogs that are neighboring are just, not a great thing in general because leo does 
did the same thing, I had to literally put topsoil and grass and turf maybe eight to 10 times. And finally they actually got a new fence on that side and they put, it's a nice tall fence and there's really no holes in it. And they, she even told me she's a nice neighbor and she, they did it. They didn't even ask for any money. I, I think they like made a quick gesture, but I had just moved in and she got, she actually asked the fence company to put the, make the slit on the bottom as minimal as possible. Yeah. And there's literally like half an inch showing. So yeah, good neighbors as opposed to trash. I said to Sarah tonight, because I'm expecting that once I figure out this goddamn tax return, Steve, got a few questions for you after the pod, uh, (laughs) that we will still get money back. And I was just like, fuck it. We are getting a six foot wooden fence we are going to, cause I have trees that are kind of like right on the pro- property line that are in our property. So instead of cutting those down, honestly, it's dirt back there. I will put the fence three feet onto our property and just cut three feet off of my property in order to negate this issue. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to get, we're going to get the tax turn. It's going to be a ton of money. Cause for whatever reason, it's going to be 2,500 bucks to put up one side of fence and uh i'm just done with it steve you are making such a smart decision my man having a baby and being able to avoid having the dog because we all got the dogs they were our babies it was such you know when it was just the dogs and us it was great spoiled them christmas everything our instagrams i had an instagram account for one of my fucking dogs penny but penny but but steve (laughs) you are making a decision that is going to pay you back tenfold because once you have that baby you don't give a shit about that dog it's true like especially a new house right yeah the heroes came to visit um the first time a couple of weeks back and they actually brought Jameson, their little dog. You know, why are you bringing a dog to a new house? Story for another day, but <laughs> oh, couldn't be left alone for a couple of hours. It's all right. Love the in-laws. And I love, I do love Jameson. Very well-behaved dog. And I was like, okay, what's the worst guy that can happen? But, you know, as soon as he's in there, I'm just like, so I'm going to wipe off his paws a little bit. It is the middle of winter. And, you know, just snowed a little bit. Um, but honestly, it wasn't that like dirty, but I could just, but they allow Jameson to go on the couch. Do your dogs go on the couch, Rye? Again, back in the day, yes, they were allowed. Now they are not. Leo and still now, goes on the couch, but I would you know, not allow him to go on anybody else's couch. Oh, no. Yeah. And, and I'm, my whole point was Jameson is so used to going on a couch. So like, he was just like sitting there all cute. And I knew this would be an issue. So I was like, I got a bunch of towels and I like made a little bed for him on the couch that he could not like put his uh, like hair. So anal. I love it. So, but it just like got me thinking like, this is why I'm definitely not getting a dog. Plus I don't have a fence yet. So I was like, you know, it's all the reasons point to not getting a dog. And it does just remind me of in this house, like with a baby and, you know, eventually a toddler that can walk around like shit's going to get ruined so quickly. <laughs> it's crazy. 
I'll never forget two summers ago, I guess. I think it was the summer of 2020. And we went to Kevin's house when he had just bought his house. And Laura was really keen on getting a dog. She was like, she was like, Eric, don't you suggest getting a dog? Um, you know, before kids or I don't know. I forget the question. And right away, I was like, do not do it too soon after you get married. First of all, for me, my dog has always been just a very difficult situation in my life. And I was like, you, I guess Penny wasn't like this for you, even though she was a lot to take care of. Um, I was like, enjoy your time together. Like, enjoy the honeymoon phase. Don't take care of anything. Like, we got a dog three months after we got married. It was just not enough. Like I wait a year before you do anything with responsibility advice to anybody not married, wait one year before anything of responsibility, no kids, no dog. Yeah. Bang every day. <laughs> <laughs> like I do like the idea of my kids growing up with dogs, right? Like that is, I a will nice say, thing. yes. So there's a, there is a silver lining and that silver lining is the emotions I've had with my dog have prepared me so much for the I'm not patient but like I'm much more patient and I'm much more not willing to scream at the top of my lungs even though I still do it from time to time (laughs) the amount that I had the frustrations that I let out with a puppy especially one that is afraid of every human and anything in the world (laughs) prepared me for a lot of bad situations. And I think reactions are better, even though they're not great. (laughs) So I will say it's a good life lesson, but now it's like, okay, learn that life lesson. He's still fucking here and he's biting up my couch cushion, motherfucker. Like, you can go to the the fun farm at this point, bub. <laughs> Every I used to walk him when she was pregnant, and I was like, "Leo, you ready to go to the farm, buddy?" And Dana was like, "Stop it!" <laughs> like, just put him down. I can't do it. Yeah, he's a lot, and dogs are a lot. I mean, even if that trashy woman was trying to stop her dog, there would still be a a hole, you know, because dogs are dogs, you know, it's just, why do we do it? What, who said like, let me own a fucking dog. (laughs) They're really cute at times and they do give you love. I was going to ask you, right. Definitely related to your story. So I thought the person behind you, that was that whole story that they wanted to split a fence with you. And they're like, all right, you owe me two grand. You're like, Whoa, that ain't happening, buddy. Was that like behind semi over to the left or right? No, it's, it was actually the neighbor that has a dog that caused mine to be dirty. So directly next to me is that neighbor. You never, you never paid him, right? Oh, hell no. (laughs) Um, But I got a, I got a six foot wooden fence that matches mine. So it worked out really nicely. Helped him bring in a desk to his house the other day. And uh, first time I've ever been in his house. Same design as mine. Ah, okay. Walked, Tell us all about it. Uh, walked in and I just thought like, like I'm, o- I'm so OCD and like 
clean like okay is my house spotless no i have two dogs i mean honestly if i didn't have two dogs my house would probably be pretty fucking clean but with the two dogs there's always dog hair no matter what things are all you know three kids but then you go in someone else's house and you just realize like damn i'm pretty fucking clean because this house ain't yeah, I think now, especially given the last two years, people have really given up. Even if like everybody's done projects, I know it's tough to keep my house as clean as I have the standards right. to have it because there's always clothes on my dining room table because like it's just yeah, our laundry yeah. room doesn't have a changing table. So it's like, uh, or a folding table, sorry. So it's like, you just always have laundry laying out, but at the same time, and I have a dog too, and he gets dirty. It's like, there's basic stuff that's put away. You know, you're not going to see like old food lying around. And I just feel like there's so much people that have that shit. If you're one of those people and you listen, you're a scumbag. Agreed. the last time when's the next time you're gonna be in london right <laughs> remember that line uh, that's hey. i mean that is <laughs> actually right. the truest line like brandon was so right like get the fuck up buck up stop being tired and go out and do you know what my response was when he said that it was directed towards me i think you said i'm coming here next year with ey <laughs> yeah, i just made it up on the spot i was like i'm coming here next year with ey he was like shut up <laughs> dick he was really right. He's going to be so happy when he hears this, though. He's like, yeah, I was right. <laughs> Has anyone been kidding. back to Europe since? Oh, Eric, I've been, been to, to Italy. Italy right? Yeah, honey. Greece. You went, went to, to Greece. Greece. Hmm. But what's so funny is we were planning, like, literally in March. I was like, oh, this project's crazy. Let's just finally go to London, Paris. And we were going to plan, like, a 10-day vacation. Oh, wow. Nice. That went bye bye, and then hey. I turned to her the other day. I was like, "Are we ever going there? You think?" And and she was like, "I hope so. Luca would love it." And I'm like, "Luca, yeah, wait, whoa, 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 <laughs> he ain't coming." Can I tell you something just based off that? So one of Mallory's friends um, wants to get married in Italy, and it's not going to happen this year. So it may happen in 2023, like late summerish. Mallory was like, "Great." Now we can go. And I was just like, I would love to go. And then just like, and we could bring our little baby girl. And I was just like, how is that going to work? <laughs> it would work. And I'm sure it would be a good overall experience for a child to learn how to travel well. But it will be a painful experience and not like a real vacation. I mean, you're going to Europe. You're spending 5K minimum. Exactly. That, kids Eric, dogs. your your story is a great lead into something we said we were going to talk about because you said you were going to plan a vacation. Yeah. Then COVID hit. You, you want to talk a little bit about what you guys are going to do next month? Yeah. So uh Brandon's little sister Ariel. Um Ariel. <laughs> Ariel. First time I've ever pronounced it like that. And she got 
Sixers tickets before the James Harden trade, mm-hmm. and she's selling them, and we were able to get some of her tickets. And funny, well, it's a fundraiser. It's a fundraiser. Funny enough, do you know what it's fundraising for? I, I have no clue, but I will donate in person to her. Got it. I don't know either. I think it's her. Um, funny enough, yeah, probably school probably supplies. like a sports team. School supplies since teachers. Uh, don't get enough funds from their own school. Probably masks to mask our kids. Fuck. <laughs> but I will not shit. be contributing. Uh, funny uh, enough, the game is on March 14th, and we all... Ryan, were you included in this? Probably not, because of Virginia. No, I was not. Wow, Steve wasn't. That's weird. I was not. So we all had tickets for March 14th, 2020, to go to the Sixers game. That is and of course, weird. everybody knows, I think... It was a Saturday. Yes. And on Wednesday, all the shit broke loose. And pretty much like when Tom Hanks had it, we were like, fuck, we're done. Like the world is going to crumble if Tom Hanks has coronavirus. I'm pretty sure um, the Wednesday was the night of the Rudy the basketball game. Too. And then did the end. What they did you say, Ryan? Wednesday was what? Say the again? night of the Rudy Gobert incident. Yes. And then did the NBA officially shut down prior to that? It did because we got our money back eventually. But yeah, but it took a while. But basically there were, it was just a weird day, but it was crazy that like the order of events that happened, I was kind of in disbelief. Like now, no, like, okay, I don't have kids. When people were saying, oh, my kid's not in school for a week. I'm just like, Nah, early spring break you know what I mean like I don't know I just wasn't thinking and then of course they said two weeks and we're like crazy two weeks at home and we all know how two years but what are the chances what are the chances that two years later out of nowhere randomly the game would be on the exact same night like yeah what you have not been to a single Sixers game in the interim correct no right so that so is the whole so point, it's crazy. It is really crazy. And the whole point is, I think it was you, Steve, who said this, and it was a really good text because it is just really ominous that it's the same day of the year. Is the two the last two years never happened? We're still just going to the Sixers game on March 14th. <laughs> and it's kind of true. <laughs> like what the but then we're like, what the fuck happened? And we're like, oh wait, yeah kids were born like like decisions were made like uh it's insane and it's almost like a butterfly effect and i texted ryan separately about this like okay say it's march 14 2020 and we're just going to the sixers game what really happens like luca's not born yet i'm pretty sure well, Ashton, I don't know. I feel like Ashton I mean, was you, a little bit of an early mistake. You might have a kid, but you wouldn't have Luca. Exactly. I wouldn't have Luca, wow, but like that's fucked up. Wow. That's up. Yes. I love talking about this shit. And like I talked to Dana about it last night, and she was like, No, I don't, I don't think we would have had a kid yet. I think I would be pregnant right now. Like, why is that? She said, she said because we talked about getting pregnant after. Well, actually, that makes never mind. I'm so fucking lost in my years. We talked about getting pregnant after my cousin Sal's wedding, but he would have gotten married in 2020. 
So technically, yeah, I guess we would have had a kid, but born a little bit later than Luca. She was thinking this past wedding that happened, but that wouldn't have been delayed. They could have had a kid by now. Their house has been delayed. You know, they bought a house in Philly and because of fucking supply chain, let's go, Brandon. Um, there's <laughs> been like so much delay. So their house in Philly is still not done from the full renovation. So it's just like everything's pushed back. Like I can I complained about my closing date being delayed like three weeks. I think about Sal and Juliana a lot. I'm just like, man, like when the hell are they going to be able to like move into their house and all these renovations be completed? But it is just wild, a wild thing to think about. And when you get to this Marvel movie, because I think this is the one movie that I feel like, eh, maybe I don't need too much background. The the recent Spider-Man that like, is it multiverse? I don't even know what it's called. But it's called Homecoming, right? No references to it yet? No. But I, I am like, you know, there's like 30 movies, right? I'm on yeah. like maybe 10. So good. You know who that character is, though, that Spider-Man like confronts to change the past? I forget what his name is. I think it's um, uh, Dr. Like or something. Or Dr. Strange. Is it Doctor Strange? Well, I know there's a Doctor Strange. I don't know if that's it's definitely him. He's the time. Right now, traveler. Adam is like, well, you know, it's Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I gotta say something off that. Um, what was said in the text today, and Adam responded back and was like, "Well, I was going to say that, but I didn't feel like it was appropriate." <laughs> I gotta find the text. I know. Been... Yeah. I'm gonna find the text because it made me. It reminded me of how Eric would read it in Adam's voice, and I was dying. Can I give a sidebar on Adam? Oh, please. So I was thinking about him today, actually, because and it kind of ties to the Sixers game, because we went to a Sixers game with him when we were really young and probably many times after. And I'll never forget the Jumbotron caught him, and he went absolutely crazy. Do you remember this, Steve? He, like, danced like an animal. And he was one of those kids who danced yes. like absolutely insane. Maybe, maybe took his shirt up and like wiggled his belly. Is that yeah, too much? Yeah, I think that was in your dream. Maybe that, okay, that was maybe not something that happened. But he was acting <laughs> insane, and the jumbotron obviously picked it up and like stayed on him and kept on going back to him because you know how it is. Like if a kid's acting goofy, they're gonna go to him. And I just thought to myself, where did he go? Where's that kid at? You know where he went? Where? That was that was heavy, Adam. <laughs> he, he, he lost the weight and became, became an introvert. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Adam was never happy. But yeah, I guess he was. Well, in his defense, I'm literally just playing. I'm literally playing. Well, he did have to stick a pillow up his shirt to be what's his name from Sandlot. Um, yeah, Ham. I mean, Ham. ham? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, rightfully so. That was a chubby kid. Um, yeah. I just thought about that and I said, "Wow, butterfly effect for Adam. Like, what if he's a." What if he's like me these days? Wouldn't that be insane? 
What if he's just like goofy and like really outgoing? So that's that's what you think you are? Yeah, like really handsome. <laughs> and just like aspired. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Another fucking EY. Uh, zip up. It's my zip up from EY. God, you both are so brainwashed. Um, Before you get on to the next point, the more you guys say Butterfly Effect, the more it's just reminding me I need to watch one of my favorite movies, Butterfly Effect. Like, what a great movie. It's so good. And I used to watch the last scene over and over again where he sees her and he's just like, it's okay. I don't need to know her. Yes. And the perfect song he's playing. Ashton Kutcher, that blonde that was in uh, Just Friends. I forget her name. Mm -hmm. Amy Smart. Amy Smart. Yes. And yeah, she, they're playing that song. Don't Look Back in Anger. I always. No, no, no. no, uh, It's not that. It's um, Stop Crying Your Heart Out. Something like that. Like Stop Crying Your Heart Out. It's such a good song. And literally, it's so sad. But anyway, speaking of Ryan's like, I don't remember this movie and I'm over this conversation. Well, I just wanted to say, speaking of movies, one of, if not the best Super Bowl commercial, Mm. the cable guy. I mean, how good was that commercial? It's just, it's one of the characters ever made. I don't think anyone could debate it. And the commercial, like if I were to like... I was so excited just to see the sure. character, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even understand the context of the commercial. I think, what was it for? Cable? Or Verizon's, like, yeah. probably streaming. Yeah. Like, the cable guy was not needed. But, like, you're, I thought all of his lines were delivered so flawlessly. The material they were giving was so bad. I was just like, I loved it because he was literally the character again. Like, yeah. the same. That's my biggest beef with Super Bowl commercials. You're getting these A-listers to do commercials. And for the most part, I think like the acting is there, but it's sometimes like the idea and just the overall, like the Larry David thing, that was one of the better commercials because it was, you know, funny concepts and Larry David did his thing. Yeah. But then was the um, like Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd commercial. Those are two very funny guys. And it's just like terrible. It's so try hard to be funny that it's not funny at all. Just like do what they're funny at, you know, like it was terrible. But yeah, they weren't creating the jokes. It's like some suits and advertising creating it and paying 6.5 million for 30 seconds and not having good material. I don't understand it. Insane. But uh, yeah, Cable Guy, I definitely need to watch that. And Dana said she's never seen it. So I feel Mm. like I got to watch with her. But also it could be like a big letdown and she'll be like, I don't really get it. I feel like it's one of those movies where like we have nostalgia around it, having grown up watching it yeah. back when Jim Carrey was in his prime. And so for us, it's like, no matter when we watch that movie, it will be hilarious. But <laughs> like sorry. someone today might watch it and be like, I don't get it. Like, why is this so funny to you? I learned the facts of life from watching the facts of life. <laughs> I fucking love that line. Anyway. Um, yeah, Super Bowl commercials. I thought were entertaining because I felt like they uh, did 
did uh, consider the millennial audience more. Like, I felt like there was a lot of A-listers, if you want to call them that, that, like, we're used to. And then I then I started to think about, like, Gen Zers, and I'm like, are they even watching? Like, people who, like, love TikTok and, like, the young people, like, I don't think they're interested in sports. Maybe I just have this perception. Huh. They're watching reruns of Euphoria and getting high somewhere. I think I'm going to have to pass on that show. I watched like 15 minutes and I was just like, this is too much for me. Yeah, with three girls, you probably don't want to watch it. I was like, yeah, is this a glimpse into my future? I was like, Sarah, you're going to be homeschooling. But my kids will be dorks. (laughs) Um, uh, What was I going to say? Uh, what did you guys think of the halftime show? You know what was funny uh, about the halftime show is, I guess Eminem took a knee at the end. I didn't even know that, and I th- I heard it being talked in the news. Yeah, same. Why does that even need to be talked about? Like, he could do whatever he wants. You know, it had nothing to do with the national anthem this time. Yet, some people find a reason to be pissed off. People find a reason to point it out when it's just like, who really cares? I know I don't even want to focus any more time on that. It's just like, I hate people. But the halftime show was good. Was it like the best halftime show ever? I think a lot of people felt the need to say that because of them. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Like people feeling the need. Let's be honest. The best halftime shows are the ones that were like amazing vocal performances that gave you goosebumps. Hearing those rap songs were fun. Maybe, and I'm biased, Eminem had a bigger like impact on my childhood than the other rappers. If I heard Eminem do like two or three other songs and was like more involved with the crowd, then I would like it. But I really enjoyed halftime shows. Like I'll just always remember Prince's halftime show. I'll always remember Bruno Mars too. I don't know why, like I remember those two and you know, Justin and Janet was obviously good. And Justin during the Eagles Super Bowl, even though I was, you know, half. Uh, I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I I thought it was definitely fun. I thought it was short. I thought it was one of the shorter Super Bowl halftime shows. But maybe because everybody had like a very spliced up version of their songs. Um. I do think it's funny, though. I do think everybody had to say, like, how cool it was, especially, like, white people. Like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Yes. Like, yo, the rappers did their thing, yo. That was awesome sauce. You're a hater if you don't think that was the best halftime show (laughs) in the world. Every, like, I feel like some white people felt like they had to overcome. you didn't think that was cool, you're not woke. (laughs) But um, it was, it was obvious. I think it is. I say that, but then I look at it and I'm like, these are all very cool people. Like they're all people mm-hmm. that like just about everybody thinks is pretty cool. Like you can't really say like, oh, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Dr. Dre's dead. I locked him in my basement. <laughs> um, it is. It's, it's a shame that 50 had to kind of start his song hanging upside down and look the biggest. That's not a shame. That was hilarious. Because I don't it think he's that funny. Fat. I don't think he's that like he's wearing what he wore in his music video, which makes him look a lot bigger than he did. And uh, yeah, it's just a shame. Like, I'm. it was interesting. I just thought it was like, why did he show up? I don't know. He's not (laughs) as 
he's not like the other names. I don't kind of, I guess, but I I heard on or I, I actually didn't hear it. It seems like it was obvious that he kind of messed up a lip sync, lip sync, and same with Eminem. So I thought that's weird. And I haven't looked into it enough to think like, were they really lip syncing the entire time or did they just have like a backtrack? But yeah, it seemed like some of them added some audio, which is a little bit like weird considering you're just a rapper. Like, it's not like you're giving, you're not just a rapper, but it's not like you're giving like a huge vocal performance. Right. I could have, I feel bad saying this because she was the only woman there but like i could have done without mary j blige i don't know her performance was like the one where i was like maybe she just had less of an impact like i I didn't listen to her music except for like the few songs that were on the radio but um i don't know i just could have done without her the 50 cent thing i thought was hilarious like we're all like you know bobbing to the music and then all of a sudden 50 cents hanging upside down it's just like (laughs) what the fuck yeah, and I then, do love that song. It's a great yeah. song. One can like bop their head, but your, your immediate focus is who is this huge man hanging upside down? Is he about to have a heart attack? Exactly. Back, yeah. It didn't like land right away, even though I, I knew it was obvious from the music video, but it's just like yeah. in my house, it was very like, what's going on? I just wish Eminem would have came out and been like, fact Fack, fack. Oh I'm That's fucking like, I love Eminem's goofy ass songs. They're the best songs ever, but like that would never be Super Bowl appropriate. And the beard. Why did he have to have the beard? He's he's a he's an aged man now, you know. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Like who who's doing the halftime shows anymore? I don't know. It's just I feel like all the artists now are like not great, but I'm that's probably what people <laughs> said when I was young. Like, who's a big pop star? I don't Ariana Grande. I don't think so anymore, right? I don't fucking know, dude. I'm sure the Gen Zers, like you said. We need the island boys. Oh fuck. Now you're talking about language. Yeah. An island boy. I don't know, man. Trademark. Okay, I have a quick invention. Yeah. Yeah. So, Steve, I know you're a chapstick guy, right? Like, is that one of your staples? He pulls out a chapstick right on cue. Thank you. Point. Right. I'm not even joking. I upstairs in my drawer next to my bed. I keep two in this drawer and one in the key thing so i'm never alone with it and i would constantly lose it because i would leave it in my pocket in my pants and just i'm fully equipped with chapstick all around this house ding 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 he hit the nail on the head folks Ooh. first of all can we just have a sidebar how do you guys say folk folks just doesn't roll off the tongue for me can you guys folks? say that like hey, f-o-l-k-s yeah like I almost say it like pokes, like folks. Hey, folks. 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 Yeah. That, that's, that's a little folks. That's like yeah, a little we're, we're from the uh, East Coast. You can say folks. Folks. Folk. Yeah, I, but do is not, it, I, don't pr- I don't pronounce the L. Folks. Don't pronounce the L and everything okay. will turn out fine. Just say folks. Okay. I think that's my problem. I try to pronounce the L and then it sounds weird. And I'm just like, fuck, just keep going. Okay. <laughs> 
but Steve hit the nail on the fucking head. A couple weeks ago, actually, no, like a couple days ago, I was, my lips were getting dry. I don't usually use chapstick, but I was using it for a couple days. And as it were, I was leaving them in my pants. Next thing you know, I'm doing some laundry and I ruined two shirts because my fucking chapstick went through the wash. I'm rerunning it through the dryer so I can like heat the shirts back up so they're less wrinkled. And I hear this click, click, click. And I'm like, shit, what's in there with the dryer? Dig through and there's my chapstick completely empty because it's been heated and now is all over my clothes. And this is probably the, I don't know, 10th time in my lifetime that like I've done this and just want to kill myself afterwards. Cause I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. How did you not take the chapstick out of your goddamn pants? And uh, I'm especially pissed because I ruined this long sleeve sixer shirt that I really liked. And I'm just pissed mm-hmm. about that. But it made me think like, my invention, and there might be this already, I haven't looked into it. It might just not be marketed this way. Is a normal looking chapstick tube, nothing different about it, looks completely normal, but is 100% sealed. So that way, if this happens, the liquid that like, even if it were to heat up and become liquid, it would not leak out of the chapstick tube. Like how, like, there's got to be tons of people putting their chapstick through the dryer, right? Steve, tell me <laughs> this has happened to you. It's happened multiple times, but when you say 100% sealed, then how would the person open it to apply it? The, the cap maybe screws on instead of just popping off. You screw it on. I don't know. Could that create a tight enough seal? And then the bottom, the twist part has, there's got to be, you know, people are Listen. smart. There's only one way to find out. You're going to need to create prototypes and wash it with your favorite shirts. And the first time you don't screw up your shirt. Now, um, I love the thought. Very dumb idea. Uh, <laughs> just because chapsticks are they're a freebie. All of my chapsticks have been given to me for, for free from like an ortho conference that Mallory has gone to. Now I collect freebies just like all my water bottles are because Mallory goes to a lot of those types of conferences. But very rarely would someone spend more than a dollar fifty for chapstick. And I would assume that a chapstick with some type of proper sealing, you know, compartment is going to be a little bit more expensive from a raw materials perspective. I don't think they make but that would Honestly, the price isn't the problem because people pay obnoxious things first for a brand. But like chapstick is a very saturated brand. Like everybody just buys chapstick. And if you don't buy that, you're buying a more feminine product that ties to some kind of makeup line or something. I would sell this design to chapstick. Got it. Oh, okay. And they'd be like, I think we're good. They would be like, we'll no, give you one cent. If the chapstick gets ruined, then they buy more chapstick. That's a good point. <laughs> your your chapstick is going to be too good that people only need one for a lifetime. <laughs> think about that, though. Like chapstick. If you're the brand chapstick, 
I, I'm pretty sure there's not many items in their portfolio and they're probably a successful business. So don't you think they have some R&D folks that probably thought about something like this? True. Who what? I really thought we were getting some kind of different um, I do like your idea, but like the idea of solving an inconvenience, but yeah, it's it's a yeah. no for me, dog. Um Adam actually unprompted texted me the other day with an invention idea. I guess I'm the invention guy. Unprompted, totally off topic from anything that was being talked about in any chat. I don't really want to say what it is because I don't know if he's got anything patented yet. Copyright. Wow, what is ease? Um, wasn't the best, but was it better it, than fucking leak-proof chapstick? In my opinion, no, it is not. But in Adam's <laughs> opinion, perhaps. I feel like I thought of something the other day. I don't want to ever invent a product though, because then I have to get into the whole like development of how to make that product. And like, it's all so much work, right? Like we exactly. talk about stuff like this all the time and we are just, we're just not people that just want to, you know, devote their lives to a passion. Cause all, when we say invention, what people really want is an idea that some company will then like take and you'll get the millions and millions for that idea. Like, someone's idea of making Instagram, you know what I mean? Just like, or idea of Uber. That seems like a pretty good idea. Like use your phone to get fucking cars, but I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I don't want to deal with like a product. So anyway, we're going to be selling chapstick next week. <laughs> Let's end it by wishing one of our listeners, maybe he's only listened to one or two uh, episodes Actually, Adam, I hope uh, a guest, I believe, on one episode. Sean Patrick O'Brien, happy 34th birthday, my man. Became a lawyer. You fulfilled all your dreams other than moving to California and being successful in the movie business. And we are so proud of you. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday, Sean. Sean. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye.